Hey friend, welcome to the Restore Mind podcast, where we are going to be talking about various life topics surrounding mindset transformation. Imagine what it will look like to have peace in your life, despite what the world is telling you. Hi, my name is Caroline, a wife, mom of three, and makeup turned fitness enthusiast. I am here to help you build a strong mindset that will propel you forward into a life of peace and joy. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through him who gives me strength. Well, my friend, there is freedom waiting for you. So if you are ready to build a 2.0 version of yourself, then this podcast is for you. So grab your water or whatever you like to drink, throw on your walking shoes, and let's get going because it's always 4.13. Hello and welcome to the Restore Mind podcast. My name is Caroline and my friend, I am so happy that you're here with me today. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to today's message. I know I say this every week, but I can't believe we're just a couple of days away from the weekend. And if you have anything planned, I hope that you enjoy the plans that you've made. Now, I don't have anything planned for the weekend with the exception of just enjoying the weather because... Spring is here and I'm sure all of you have seen advertisements for bikinis in stores wherever you shop or on Facebook or on Instagram, wherever you do your social media, it's everywhere. And it can bring up a lot of discomfort, especially for someone who's not exactly comfortable in their own bodies for whatever reason. I don't know about you, but that made me reflect on a certain season in my life where I was very uncomfortable in swimwear because I was insecure with how I viewed my body and what I saw when I looked in the mirror. After having my third child, my youngest one, I did not like seeing myself in swimwear because there was a lot of insecurities that I had, not only from just being pregnant and having my child, but also from the lack of self-care that I gave myself and also past traumas that didn't truly heal and that just kind of leaked on over into how I viewed myself when I looked in the mirror. So I remember telling myself that I wasn't ready. My body wasn't ready. And I wish that I looked like the model that was advertising the swimwear. And I punished myself with workouts doing endless cardio. If you've been a longtime listener of mine, then you know that I used to do cardio seven days a week, two times a day. And that started when I was going on a girl's trip and I was trying to get my body ready by a certain time. Long story short, it didn't happen, right? And there was so much that transpired within that time and even after I came back from my vacation that led me to be where I am at today and to have the mindset that I have today. So today's episode is geared towards the person that is starting to get some anxiety with thoughts of wearing a bathing suit for any type of water-related vacations or trips. It's also for the person who recently started their fitness journey because This is the time where most people begin to work out so that they can shed off the fall and winter weight that they've put on and is now feeling rushed to get their dream body before vacation. What do I mean when I say feeling rushed for that dream body? The best way that I can explain that would be if you've ever felt like you're falling behind or playing catch up on your body image to look a certain way before an event, that would be the kind of feeling that I'm talking about. It's also for the person who started their fitness journey and is wondering why all of their hard work is not physically showing. And I remember this being my number one complaint to my husband in that three month 
time period when I first started my fitness journey, I was looking solely for physical results because I was trying to get ready before my girls trip. So if that is you, then this episode is for you and I hope to inspire you to just be in the moment. This episode is not meant to be offensive towards anyone. And I recognize that it is a very sensitive topic, but my hope in sharing the message today is to inspire and encourage you to stop worrying about bikini season and just enjoy the season. Be present in the moment. Enjoy the people around you. Make new memories that will last a lifetime. All right. I cannot recall a time where I ever looked back on a memory of a vacation or a trip that I took and I only remembered how I looked or what I wore. What I remember when I think about certain vacations or certain trips are the people that was around me, the conversations we had, the laughters we shared, and being filled with joy that I am doing life with these people and how lucky and blessed I feel to be in that moment with them. That's what comes to my mind when I think back on past vacations that I've had. So if any of this resonates with you, if you started your fitness journey and you're desperate to see results because you have an event coming up and you feel like you're just not ready, or if you start to get a little bit nervous and anxious because bikini season is coming and you feel like your body is not quite there yet and you start to get a little bit nervous, a little bit anxious, this episode is for you. And I hope that this message reaches the ones that need to hear it. So let's get into it. Reminder number one is to slow down. This usually is a time where a lot of us rush our bodies into looking a certain way before summer because we feel the pressure that we need to look a certain way. Now, being in a rush doesn't do anything for us except create a negative self-talk or a negative mindset. It creates panic inside of us and it magnifies the insecurities that we have because we become so hyper-fixed on what we don't like about ourselves that that is all we focus on. Everything else goes out the window. If you're new in your journey, or if you're a seasoned person in your journey, remember to allow your body to adjust to new habits. Allow your mind to make the mental changes. Give them time. When a habit is created, it's automatically done without us really thinking about it. And so when we're creating a new habit, we actually have to make intentional effort into repeating this habit that we want to have for ourselves in order for it to become second nature to us. Now, when it comes to our mind, we have to give ourselves grace. I caught myself getting a little bit nervous about a vacation that's coming up because I was going to be in a, in a bikini. And my bulking season, which I'll talk about later, was actually one of the best, but also one of the most mentally challenging things that I've ever gone through. My body isn't quite as small as it was the same time last year. I caught myself getting a little bit nervous about that and I had to redirect my mind. So when you are in a rush to get your bodies looking a certain way, when we are in a hurry, we don't bring peace, joy, or love into our journey. And it's the exact same with our faith walk. When we rush things, we miss the point of the lessons that we're supposed to learn. So when we're in a hurry, we can't have peace or be at peace because we're always worried about what's next. From a world perspective, being slow is considered a bad thing. But when it's fast, it's considered good. Think about diets or think about commercials that have anything to do with before and afters. Growing up, I used to see weight loss commercials for results from four to eight weeks. And for me, that's at the standard guideline on what I should see physically in my fitness journey. 
And when I think back on my journey personally now, that was never the case, at least for me. But I never stopped to see the mental strength that I had gained over time from just showing up and allowing my body to take its process. When we're in a hurry, we don't have joy because we become disappointed that nothing has changed. And I put those three words in quotations because this was my number one complaint to my husband when I started my fitness journey. I remember my husband and I were driving to H Mart and I felt like I wanted to quit so badly because I did not see the results that I thought I would have seen a month later from just working out. And I thought that I needed to try something new. See, when we are in a rush, we don't have joy because we become disappointed and we think that we need to try something new. We forget to be present in the moment. Be present when you're working out. Be present when you're praying. Be present when you're on vacation, at a trip, with your friends, family, any loved ones that you have. Be present in the moment. We also forget to love. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4. The famous, love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. We forget to be patient with ourselves, to be patient with others. We forget to be kind to ourselves. I'm guilty of that. I used to look in the mirror and say, why are you here? Who are you? Those are the words I used to say to myself because I felt unworthy of the things that I had and the blessings that were in my life. We also forget to love the journey that we're on. We forget to be patient with our journey. And we forget to be kind to others because in that time of us rushing, we can begin to fall into the comparison trap. We think that the other person who has the body or whatever it is that we are wanting for ourselves, we look at someone else and they have that. And we may think that they have it easy because they have this thing that I really want. The truth is that we don't know the story of that person and it's unfair for us to put that assumption on them when they probably had a hard time too. And we forget to be kind to others when we see ourselves progressing, but we have thoughts like, man, if this person did what I did, they'd get the same results as me. That's another form of comparison. And I talk about that in episode three. So I highly recommend it if comparison is the chain that you want to break, check out that episode. When we're in a rush, we forget to love because we take our frustrations out on ourselves and possibly others. We become very critical of ourselves and the progress or the lack of progress that we've made. And sometimes instead of blaming ourselves, we blame other people, right? Which leads me to my next point, reminder number two, and I'm going to lead it off with one of my favorite verses from Matthew 6.25. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life. This is Jesus speaking. What you will eat or drink or about your body, my favorite part of this, or about your body, what you will wear is not life more than food and the body more than clothes. Now, don't you think that you were made for more than seasonal pieces of clothing that are advertised heavily during the beginning and peak season of spring and summer? Don't you think you were made for more than that? You have had your body all of your life. I believe it is time for you to begin loving your body all year long, in all its season and phases. Now, you don't have to like it all the time, 
but you do have to be in love with it. And when I say that, I don't mean to come off arrogant or conceited, but if you think about a relationship, when you're in love with someone, like truly in love with them or truly love them, you tend to extend them grace when something happens. Why are you not extending that kind of grace to yourself? You deserve that grace as well. You've been given that grace by God. Why are you not giving that grace to yourself? During my bulking season, I learned so much about myself, but I also struggled a great deal because I realized that my clothes, including my workout clothes, and if you guys know me in real life, you know that 95% of the time I am in some type of workout clothes, but they were all starting to fit differently. And I struggled with that because that time last year, I was able to fit into certain clothes. And then I look back at my most recent bulking season and the clothes that was able to fit me last year when I was bulking doesn't quite fit me the same this year. I started to feel panic settling in. And it scared me because I didn't want to quit what I was doing. So I knew that I had to go back and look at what my goals are. While my goals were the same, that season in my life was not the same. It was a different season. Different season, same goal. And Matthew 6, 25 is what turned it around for me. Do not worry about your body. Is not life more than clothes? That's what I saw when I read that. So I had to stay mentally strong so that I wouldn't quit. Working on a healthier lifestyle doesn't necessarily mean that there's going to be instant changes. Our bodies need time to change. And it's not always on time either. We give ourselves X amount of months or weeks to get to a certain weight or a certain physique. And when it doesn't happen, we become really disappointed. But when it does happen, we are ecstatic and become motivated to keep on going. And I'm going to pause right here and ask, does this reflect your relationship with God? This on-again, off-again type of relationship. This on-again, off-again mindset that you have. Does it reflect your relationship with God? For me personally, the answer for me is yes, because I was wavering, much like motivation, right? When things happen our way, we become ecstatic and we become very motivated to keep on going. But motivation is wavering. And my relationship with God was wavering too. It wasn't until I started to build a consistent relationship is where I started seeing the consistent changes in my mindset and my perspective and how I view things. To keep going for the long haul, because that's what this is. This is a lifestyle change. It wasn't just a temporary change for an event that was coming. It was like that in the beginning, but later I decided that it would not be that. In order to keep going for the long haul, we have to build a solid why that goes beyond the physical body. Our minds need time to change. There will be days where we revert back to negative self-talk. We have to redirect our thoughts. Our minds need time to change. I do that quite often, actually. And I'm glad that I'm able to confidently say that because even though this is a faith-led podcast, I am not perfect in my walk, and it reminds me that I still need God. I still need to be led by the Holy Spirit. I still need to be reminded and humbled. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it because I like to depend on God. I like that I need Him. It's like a newborn searching for their parent. You leave a newborn or or a toddler in a room, and when they start to look around, they don't see anyone. They get scared and panicky. 
but then you come into the room and they cry because they see you and they think they've been left behind. But the moment that you pick them up, there's a sense of security that comes over them. Like they're safe. And that's how I want to feel with God. And I hope that you do too. Our minds need time to change. So develop a positive attitude towards the losses that you receive because it's going to determine how you talk to yourself. When you have what my husband likes to call a loser mentality, when you have a loser mentality, there's a lot of pouting, a lot of blaming, and a lot of complaining. When you change that and you look at your losses as a learning lesson, as an opportunity to grow and an opportunity to problem solve, that's where the real growth happens. You can also see how you're loved through scripture. See, you were made for a purpose that goes beyond what you wear. I can understand the negative self-talk, the anxiety, the lack of confidence, because I get it. I was there. And some days I feel like I am still there. The negative self-talk is coming from the enemy, though. So defeat it by standing firm on what scripture says about you. And that is why it is important to look into scripture and see how you are loved and see where your strength comes from. That negative self-talk, the talk that says you're not enough, that you're not good enough, that you're not ready for bikini season because you look this way or you have a certain scar on your body. Or for me, my biggest insecurity, and I can't believe I'm saying this to the people that are listening and I'm putting it out there publicly, but is my midsection. And I have to remind myself that these thoughts that I have, that my midsection is not attractive or that the cellulite that I have is ugly, that's all coming from the enemy, from the enemy, not from Jesus. Jesus wants you in his kingdom. He's not going to look at you and say, oh my gosh, Caroline, you're midsection. No, I'm sorry. I don't want you on my team. He would never say that. He would never say that. So why would you look at yourself and think that same way? You are not for the world. You are made for a purpose outside of that, for something so much more. Jesus would want you on his team despite what you looked like, despite your scars. He wants your heart. And this leads me to reminder number three, all right? We have been chosen. We have been chosen. He adopted us. God adopted us to be a part of his family. Ephesians 1.5 says, In love, he predestined us for adoption to sonship through Christ Jesus in accordance with his pleasure and will. So this is not about who you belong to, but whose you belong to. Who you don't belong to? The view of the world, the acceptance of the world, or a prisoner of your own mind. You belong to God the Creator, our Creator, our Father in heaven, Love and forgiveness was given to you way before you were even born, before you even knew that you needed it. And the best part is that, I mean, there's a lot of good parts, but this is also a really good one. We've been accepted even in our sinful nature and in imperfect ways. Isn't that amazing? Even in our sinful nature and our imperfect ways, we were adopted into sonship through Jesus. Who, by the way, paid for the ultimate debt for us. Our freedom was purchased at the cost of his life. So if Jesus paid for our debt and freed us, then why are you still keeping yourself prisoner in your own mind? If our minds can think negative thoughts, then it can think positive ones too, right? Can we agree to that? Now, it is just a matter of what you're choosing. 
Do you choose to be negative or do you choose to be positive? And also, not picking a side is still picking a side. If we can agree that we have the power to think positively or, or negatively about ourselves, then why would we not want to use our mind for something greater, like lifting your own spirit up or others, growing in different areas of your life and improving your spiritual walk, your spiritual journey? Why would you not want to do that? There's so much freedom beyond that instead of being stuck in a negative mindset. And like I said earlier, all that negative self-talk comes from the enemy telling you lies and whispering lies in your ears saying that you're not enough, that you're not ready, or that you're not pretty. Whatever that lie is, tell it to get behind you because in Jesus' name, the enemy flees. And that brings me to this question. How do I break free, right? That's the question that I asked myself when I was in this season of my life. How do I break free from this mindset of thinking that I have to be Picture perfect in order to be in a bikini without feeling any type of insecurity. I went on my walk last summer and I remember being frustrated with my husband and I forgot why, but it's not important because it was probably over something so small and petty. But I remember being frustrated and I was thinking about a conversation that he and I had and I began to wonder if it was maybe me that was not understanding him or I wasn't seeing the perspective that he was coming from. So on my walk, I asked God to remove the veil off my eyes so that I could see my husband, how God sees him. And over the next few days and weeks, I grew a greater appreciation for him because I started to see how hard my husband works. And I have always known that he works hard, but for some reason in that moment, it was just magnified times 10. And it made me love and appreciate him more. And that same thing goes for how I viewed myself. I used to see myself as someone who was overweight for my height, not enough, unworthy, just a mom or just a wife or just a nobody. But things changed when I asked for the veil to be removed from my eyes so I could see myself how God sees me. And I encourage you to pray that same prayer, but in Jesus' name. Because when you ask for things in Jesus' name, it will be done. We see this in John 15, 7, where Jesus says, If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. We see it again in 1 John 14, verse 12 and 13. Very truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing, and they will do even greater things than these. Because I am going to the Father and I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. So don't be afraid to name whatever it is that's holding you back and ask for it to be removed in Jesus' name. Once you do that, it does not have power over you because like I said, the enemy flees in Jesus' name. Do not let this season pass by again and you feel like you're not ready because of the lies that are being spoken into your ear. You may see broken, but God sees purpose. Be present in the moment and you'll be glad you did. Don't miss out on the opportunity to make new memories. If you feel like you're playing catch up with your body, slow down. It's going to take some time for you to see results. But in the meantime, enjoy the small wins that you get. You cannot have love, peace, and joy when you're in a rush. And those are the three main ingredients that you need 
in order to have a fulfilled journey. So enjoy the process and be patient. Love yourself in the meantime. You were made for more than clothes and the approval from others. Break free from the chains that hold you back and see yourself as God sees you. He knew you before you were born. He created you, knitted you in the womb, and calls you by name. I know that all of this is easier said than done, but my friend, you can do hard things. Hey, thank you for listening. If this episode has spoken life into you or your mindset transformation journey, please share it with a friend. The growth of this podcast is possible through you. So thank you for your support and for being a part of the family. I look forward to talking to you again next week here on the Restored Mind podcast.